0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review YouTube channel for another one of these uh, Newcastle United transfer shows. And uh, there's going to be quite a few of these uh, over the next few weeks. That, there is no doubt. Uh, There's been some fantastic names linked yet again with the club. Uh, And it just tells us, it gives us an idea uh, of the kind of players that we are looking at. Uh, Alex has put some together tonight, of course. Um, So I'm looking forward to seeing... uh, going through in more in-depth, these players, because it's looking exciting, guys. I mean, uh, today we've obviously had more news on Shapozlai uh, later on this afternoon. Um, that's uh, Newcastle United have sent more scouts out uh, to um, to look at him. Uh, so, really, it's... It, these players, Alex, are they're increasing in quality, aren't they? Every day we're seeing new players linked in They are certainly doing the due diligence on these top, top players.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, you you can get away with slightly more average transfers and I'm sure we will go for average transfers. You you know, when we had the likes of... um, I mean, Nick Pope wasn't wasn't a a crazy signing at the time. Of course, he's taken a a couple of leaps and bounds forward um, and players like Dan Byrne and, and these kinds of signings. So, I think we will make more of those. However there is a little bit more context here we've qualified for the champions league on like additionally the way we play also is extremely physically demanding and if you want to if you don't want too much of a quality drop off um when you're rotating your 11 also trying to play that many games like it's there's no there's no beating around the bush we just need a few more really good players um and it's, you know, it's been proven by the fact we've had scouts confirmed at certain fixtures um, of really, really decent, decent players and decent teams. So it's not really in the know anymore. It's kind of proof that we are going for some decent names because the scouts are literally there watching confirmed. So it's Ooh. just a matter of time, really, in, in terms of who are they looking at exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, wow. uh, bang on eight o'clock, we had a troll. Interesting, but uh, not getting the light of day. Uh, of course, Rachel came back to Newcastle today, unfortunately, for the wrong reasons. Um, but uh, now enjoying a gym, uh, a gym, a gin, I should say. Um, <coughs> oh, my bloody chest. Holy cow. Uh, Ian Spoons, I haven't forgotten the photo, mate. I will get it for you. Don't worry. Um, good evening to Ian. Julie Jay, Um Oh, uh, in fact, the troll, he's not a troll. He's talking about Man United, by the way. Uh, not Newcastle. So, uh, obviously, Bradley, I do apologise for almost calling you a troll. Uh, but now you're talking about Manchester United. Well, there you go. Uh, you should stipulate that in your original message, though, because it, it didn't come across like that. Um, We've got a £5 super chat straight off the bat from Jordy Boy. Uh, thank you very much. Whoever we sign, if they can score like little Miggy, I'll be happy. Uh, Swanky Wag says, God, what is it with these people wanting Miggy or ASM to move on? the nucleus is going to stay unless they want to go and they deserve to um yeah I was just thinking about that today alex i mean you know the players that uh, me included i guess um i've had my little digs at miggy but he's responded uh there's no doubt about that but look i think when we're looking at the players that are going to leave the club obviously a lot of them that are in that starting 11 will stay next season because you know, the, the, who got us there. And, and certainly, I think Eddie will, will want to give them their opportunity as well.
1: Yeah, well, we, we just need a big squad. Um, yeah. And as much as you think, and I think you're right, is Miggy going to be a player that's going to win us a league title and then push us on to that next level? No, definitely not. Is he going to be really useful in a big squad? Hell yeah. If he's going to be able to play three League Cup games, two or three FA Cup games, um, four or five champions league games you know 15 premier league games in a season um, mm. he's getting sort of 20 25 appearances in the season yeah so it's a good amount of appearances but you know we've also probably got somebody in front of him playing the the bigger bigger matches the more important ones who is of you know who's got a bit more quality and everybody's happy in that regard you, you know we need we need a bit of rotation um especially especially as i alluded to at the beginning the way we play is 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 not too not too dissimilar to the way sort of liverpool started under jürgen klopp it is just Ooh. constantly harassing people and it's so high energy we need the right squad to be able to play that way
0: yeah definitely uh david says what is the folks view on the new ticket system being non-transferable uh, unless returned to the club well i haven't stipulated that yet david the, the, there's an inclination that that is going to happen um, but i think we should just wait and see what they say when they you know when the, uh the the renewals and everything come around and we'll see what the club want us to do and things like that so um there's still a lot of questions to be answered actually over the new ticketing system so uh let's just give them a few months to try and iron everything out and then we'll we'll talk about that then um it's it's going to be i think they'll, they'll be going digital i don't think there's any doubt about that uh certainly from what um what we've heard so far. So we just have to wait and see, I guess, uh, you know, what that digital system is going to look like. Uh, Jordan says, Joe Felix would be a statement. Uh, Stu, good evening. John's back doors in the house. Um, up the one. Good evening, ian and a uh, Mason, good evening. Uh, Paul says nine o'clock means nine o'clock. Uh, what? Well, it's eight o'clock. Uh, obviously, you're in a foreign country. Somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Listen, we got to do a lot of testing and stuff before we go live. So it might be one minute, two minute after. Hey. It's just the way it is. Uh Spike, good evening. Hope you're well. Tony, good evening. Uh Connie, good evening to you. Uh Vincent says, Is there anybody else who's changed their mind on Madison coming? Uh, not me. Uh I- I'd love him. I don't know what you think, Alex, but I'd still love Madison to come.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I mean, I've always stated I I am a a bigger fan of foreign talent, Um, but having a a nucleus of of English talent is also good. Mm. Good for the dressing room. Obviously, Premier League proven that there are certain assurances you get to a point with having a player like Madison. However, you know, it's no secret I like players like Schabersle and Ugarte and players like Bruno before they came. And, you know, there's just that. We're not known for our sort of flair players. In uh, I know we've got Rice and stuff who are obviously rather competent now, mm. but, you know, it is what it is. Well,
0: there's a rumour that uh, Agate is representing us speaking with PSG today. So, uh, But I think that there's going to be a lot of this, isn't there? You know, there's going to be a lot of players talking to a lot of clubs that won't just talk to one. Because agents, we know, will want the best deals out of them and... That is going to come into play as well. Uh, so, you know, there the will be players talking to various clubs. They won't just talk to one club and sign.
1: Well, that that's something that may hamstring us this summer, depending mm. on the route the club take. Because obviously, financially, in terms of transfer fees, we can now compete, especially now we've qualified for the tra- Champions League. So we can compete. You know, if a German or French club offer 30 for a player, we can mm. offer 35, 40. No problem at all. The issue is wages. Um, you know th- this happens where you do all the groundwork, L- th- like we did all the groundwork for Ekitiyo, and PSG just came in and took him. This yeah. is what can happen: is we can do all the groundwork for a player, and then we can offer them a 150k a week contract, let's say, and then another club just come in and go, oh, "We will give you 200 and a signing bonus." There you go, players gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I know a lot of people will say, "Oh well, we don't want those players anyway because they're after the money," but. You know, it, it depends on what stance the club takes this summer. Mm. Are we how, how much are these salaries gonna gonna change? You know, what what sort of salary bonuses were included in existing contracts based on qualifying for the Champions League? You know, have yeah. have they all had salary bumps? Who knows? Maybe they've had a 10, 20, 30 percent wage increase because they suddenly qualify for the Champions League. Mm. All of a sudden our wage bill has just been inflated and we don't know about it yet um and are we willing to break our wage structure and if so by how much like there's there's a lot of things going on here
0: yeah uh Rhett Rowandy says have you lads spoke about our new rumored uh sponsor yet uh no we haven't uh we'll probably touch on it tomorrow night uh in in the preview show uh I did mention it in the earlier video today as well so uh if you haven't seen that then uh obviously go back and watch that after the show but uh it, it's it's an interesting one uh Holy chicken says Hey man, been a big follower since the takeover with my dad as we wanted the source for transfers. Glad you're doing well now and growing rapidly. Thank you very, very much. Um, speaking of subscribers, uh, we, uh, you know, just before we went live, we are sitting at 19,872. Uh, it has gone up massively today again. So thank you and welcome to all our new subscribers. Um Now, what we were going to do is we were going to say, right, uh, we were going to run a poll and say uh, we'll go three players on a poll uh, and run that throughout the course of the show to see who at the end we would do if we hit 18,900 by the end of tonight's show. However, it's still going up, Alex. So what I think we'll do is we'll just cover the transfer show tonight uh, and then we'll run a couple of polls tomorrow night um, on uh, various things. So um, if you can get the first player ready, uh and and i noticed garanko all scored for hearts yesterday as well alex he did indeed yeah um i didn't see
1: the full game i saw his goal i saw the highlight of his goal um nippy speedy alert to the situation um it's nice that he can do that at that level that's good um it's just obviously we'd prefer him to have more minutes um you know the goal is great great for his confidence but I'd prefer it, you know, I'd prefer he got 10 appearances and no goals instead of just odds and sods like he's getting because he needs to play football to learn. Yeah. Um, that's how it works with a loan.
0: Uh, Manchester United are 1 0 up at home to Chelsea. Uh, Casemiro scoring after six minutes. However, Chelsea missed, a, uh, I believe, missed an absolute sitter before that. Uh, so who knows? Uh, it's a long way to go, but Chelsea are so bad right now. It is incredible. Uh, Tom says see the Liverpool channel the Anfield crap uh, saying they should be in the Champions League because they'd be trying to win it and we won't be well that's just pathetic from them really I I mean I've seen so much dross from Liverpool fans and uh, Liverpool Uh, Rob says did you get my email for the prize draw I did Rob thanks very much Uh, Man United 1-0 up yeah Uh, Elliot says love these transfer shows lads keep up the good work thank you very much uh, good evening, Alistair. Geordie, lads. Good evening. Uh, Burn missing out on an England call-up because he's picked Maguire, who hasn't played hardly all season, is criminal. Uh, look, I'm not even going to talk about the England squad because it's just a, it, it's just the usual shit. Uh, but well done for Trippier and uh, Callum Wilson, of course, getting a recall. But Calvin Phillips hasn't kicked the ball all season, yet still gets an England call-up.
1: Yeah, it's a disgrace, really. It it's, it's outrageous. The fact that um, Etsy got a got a call-up as well, or Eze, however... Eze, yeah, Eze is a good one. Um, yeah. it, it does make me think, though, would Joe Willock have gotten a call-up if his hamstring hadn't
0: have gone pop? It's I an do interesting one. I mean, Southgate's watched us a few times, and particularly when Willock's done well as well. So, possibly... Uh, but we'll never know, will we, until he's fit again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and says, Hi, all at TDR. Hope you're all well. I'm so excited for the transfer market to open. Uh, to see who we get, I think we need to bring in five to six players, uh, as we will have to back up. Uh, how the lads? Indeed, uh, it, it is a very, very exciting. Um, by the way, Alex, just before we get into these names, um, Liverpool's official complaint to the PG MOL, uh. What's your feelings on that?
1: What, I didn't even see. What? What's their official complaint about?
0: Uh, the refereeing against Aston Villa. Uh, they made an official complaint uh, to the referee, demanding to know why Mings wasn't sent off the offside on Gakpo. Uh, I just think it's absolutely embarrassing, given how many uh, points they've accumulated through VAR this season. To write a letter because they haven't made the Champions League. It's it's I mean they they haven't
1: they haven't made the Champions League because they were poor in the early stages of the season and they took far too long to get their act together. Yeah. Um if if the season continued up to 42 games, I think they'd qualify. I think us or Man United would drop more points, and I think Liverpool would probably continue to win most of those four four fixtures if we were to play more games. Yeah. But that's not how it works, it's a 38-game season. It's their mm. own fault. They have, they have not one of these teams that's been hard done by as, as, more, as often as, as other teams. If anything, us and Brighton in that top bracket have been shafted yep. considerably more. And I think Brighton have humbly and gracefully celebrated the fact they've qualified for the Europa League. But I think there's mm. going to be a few Brighton fans who know deep down. Could have been a lot shouldn't. more. Been in yeah. for a shout with the Champions League you know with six yeah. or seven points that they've been robbed of as well it makes a difference Absolutely. so I'm just I just don't care about Liverpool anymore just yeah. just entitled <laughs>
0: uh, Michael Marsden thank you for your 20 pound super chat buddy uh, hi Paul and Alex I hope you are both well uh, we are thank you very much apart from my chest feels like I've got an elephant sitting on it but I never complain you know that um, uh, Clive says uh, how many players are we allowed uh, with Piff uh, two times eleven plus six t- subs. Who knows? Uh, optical forage, optimal forages. Says hello, all. Hoping is all is well. Uh, Russell says he heard how wants to keep Paul Dummett. Uh, look, uh, Dummett may well be around next season. I think we just—that's um, something we have to, I guess, just accept that Dummett may be here next season. Um, Liam says, which names is Paul going to pro- mispronounce tonight? Well, hopefully, none. Uh, but we'll see uh anyway he is the first player and it's somebody that I can pronounce uh, sadio mane which is a bit left field alex
1: well i mean it's he's been linked It's uh, the name's been been banded about um mm. mainly because he's unhappy with his with his time at, at bayern it's it's not been all smooth sailing um 25 appearances but he's not had a lot of starts especially recently in the thomas Tuchel. it, it didn't work Obviously, Nagelsmann didn't work out at Bayern. Um, it was a real, real tough job trying to shoehorn in, you know, Musiala and Mane and Sane and Mula and just like ridiculous quantity, like sort of Chelsea, Chelsea amounts of attackers. They were trying to fit into a system and shape. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was essentially like Kimi and then attackers. <laughs> like it just doesn't work like that. Um, as dominant as they are in the league, well, they might not win the league because Dortmund are very close. Indeed, they um, are. So he, you know, it's no secret that that Mane's been unhappy at Bayern. There's a lot of jokes going around about, you know, there's the the annual Lederhosen picture where they've all got their Bavarian beers, and Mane obviously didn't didn't particularly like that because obviously he's a devout Muslim, didn't want to, you know. There, there there's been a lot of just. Some of it's probably paper talk, some of it's nonsense, but some of it seems to be true because he doesn't seem super settled. There was obviously the bust-up, he punched someone, and that it, there's there's been a lot of issues. Um, so it's no secret that he's been... It hasn't gone well for a transfer. him, has it? It It, no, really, it, it hasn't no. been a great season. So the rumours that he, he might join... Uh, a new club possibly back in the Premier League, I think have a lot of legs. I think it's very realistic. Mm. Um, however, you can see the transfer, uh, sorry, transfer, uh, salary there, his wages that he's on. That's
0: incredible.
1: Rather prohibitive. Um, four times what most of our top earners are on. Uh, yeah. And the fact that he he is still contracted until 2025 as well. So, I mean, this has just got PSG written all over it, in my opinion. Um it depends which direction they go, go in. Obviously, they're potentially yeah. going to lose Messi. Depends what happens with Mbappe, whether it's, uh, you know, Mbappe's always going to go. He is always going to go. It just depends which summer he's going to go. He's not going to finish his career at PSG. Um, so, yeah, in my opinion, this has, got, this has got PSG written all over it. But if he were to take a wage cut, I don't know why he would when he's got a contract for so much money, but he may do. Um, you know, he's, he's quite a, a good humanitarian. He's done a lot. So his head might be a bit different to a lot of the footballers. You never know. Uh, 31 years old. So aging out, but oh. for the, for the level he's playing at at the moment and for how his body's holding up, he probably got a few more years to offer somebody like us. I would imagine, um, you, you know, we don't want to be go giving people like this a five-year contract, but you know, a, a three-year contract would be sensible to a point. Um, he still plays in quite an quite an intense system and he, he wouldn't be able to play sort of 50 games for us in a season, but he could probably get away with half of that and contribute considerably as well. Mm. So let's, let's have a look. So this season, seven goals, five assists um, from 1400 minutes is a lot. So that is a very, very good return. And the fact he should have had nine from his 8.9 XG, uh, nine Champions League appearances, three goals, one assist in the Champions League as well. You know, this is what he would bring to a team like ours is, is, just pedigree he's played in all the competitions he's won all the competitions um just somebody to 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 raise the quality um just off the squad and who's got that experience
0: Uh, Alex I just interrupted just for that uh that comment there uh Tide is finally able to catch a live screen and probably our only viewer in Yemen oh wow I mean wow uh I thought a special mention to Tide there thank you very much sorry Alex
1: that's right. Um, so, how does he profile um, as sort of an attacking midfielder slash winger? With the way we play, we don't really have attacking midfielders. To it's it's it doesn't quite work like that. So th- this this guy would most likely play as a as a wide forward um, slash centrally when and if you know depends on how the, how the moves work. Um, obviously, when Isak plays, everybody kind of likes to interchange. But when Wilson plays. Wilson is the main man central, so yeah, he profiles extremely well. Still, um, in the ninety eighth percentile for touches in the attacking penalty area, he's mm-hmm. receiving the ball high up very, very frequently. Very, very good in the eight. I mean, you can see he's taken his Premier League experience into the Bundesliga. His aerial jewels are very, very high for a, for a wing out. Um, his output is incredibly high as well. Shot creating actions is de- decent. Shots, it, the shot volume is through the roof for that position as well um along with his progressive carries being nice and tidy in the in the 77th percentile and then if we swap him to be a forward which he kind of is it gets even better comparing them to strikers obviously profiles through the roof on everything statistically Uh, and if we go and have a look at who he plays similar to i mean it's no surprise here that you've got Salah on here Martinelli, Coman, Rashford, Diabe obviously we're a big fan of, Liao, Torres, Compare him to forwards as well. Griezmann, Jesus, Silva, you've got Jackson, Greary. So he's profiling whichever way you spin this, he profiles well and would be an extremely useful, versatile forward going into a season where we're going to need a better, more experienced squad. He's played in Klopp's Liverpool when they were a bit more intense. Um, Fair enough. His body's not going to be able to produce the same as it could when he was 25, 26. Of course not. But can he be really really decent to a, to what you know is he going to be better than the the back end of our squad massively mm-hmm. he will hugely improve the quality um and career wise as well i mean it's no it's no secret everybody knows he came from southampton to liverpool started off um well he didn't start off at salzburg but was part of salzburg a little bit later than most people joined them at 20 years old um so it, it, massive pedigree in terms of his career where he's been where he's played if you look at what he's produced as well I mean he hasn't this is the first season he's had fewer than well pretty much since he's been twenty years old almost. Um mm. yeah, twenty years old, this is the first season which he's not scored ten or more. Um unless he unless he bags a few more goals and yeah. if there are any more games left of the Bundesliga. So the goal returns are frightening here. So if he could come in and provide anything sort of around the 10 to 15 mark and contribute, um, you know, he'd be he'd be absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. I've got the Sofa scores up here. There's not much to show because recently he's not really being used. Um, so he's not being used. I had to go back to Bremen for him to start under Thomas Tuchel. Here you can see they're trying to fit people in. So Navre Komen, Musial and Mane there. So this is a buy-in line that's not even got Thomas Muller or, or Sané on the pitch. You, they've just got a wealth of talent there. Yeah. Um, so Mane got subbed off, dropped to 6.4 on the left wing. Um, interesting heat map. Struggled a little bit, got across. Um did okay physically, just just doesn't seem to be working out for him. Although he's dro- he's dropping some good statistics, he's playing okay. It, it's just um, it's a strange one. It, it is it, it's strange why it's not working out for him at Bayern. But you can see if we scroll down here, they've got Müller coming off the bench, Sané. They've got Saar. Um, so you've got a lot of players coming off the bench as well. It's just a case of trying to fit all of this attacking talent into a lineup. It's a bit strange at the moment. Mm. Um, I don't think his so his um, transfer mark is going to tell us anything that we don't already know, um, other than confirm his pedigree in terms of 95 caps for Senegal with 35 goals. Um, I mean, the, the guy's just just absolute class in terms of his experience. Um, Price wise, they're saying his current market value is 45 on transfer marked. I mean, I wouldn't say that's too far away from the truth, to be honest. At his age and how long his contracts got left, you know, I don't think Bayern would um, would let him go unless they got a reasonable offer. You know, if you start offering sort of twenty, I think they'd turn it down. Whereas if you gave a bit more, they might they might entertain it. So uh, we shall well, see.
0: A lot of people are naturally worried about the uh, the, the wages, to be honest, Alex and. Saying that if he, <laughs> if he was to come to Newcastle, you know, would it be a would it be a sign or would it be a, a year's loan? And if it was to be a loan deal, then surely we would be looking at Munich to, you know, help with the wages. That's the only thing I can see it working really. Because i by, by Munich don't normally work like that though. That's the no, they don't, thing. and that's the thing. Um... If, if four hundred grand a week, we're not going to pay that. Never in a month of Sundays. Uh, so he'd have to take a hell of a pay cut, wouldn't he? Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean Bayern Munich have kind of U-turned recently. Um I mean Tifo did a really interesting video on this recently that Bayern we might see Bayern it, like shopping for a 100 million pound striker this summer. Um because they lost Lewandowski, they've they've not replaced him. Um mm. they've got a lot of you know a lot of attackers but they've got no striker. Yep. And they they're aware that they can't keep getting lucky. Um you know they got Lewandowski out of luck the fact that he wanted to come and Dort, he just ran his contract down at Dortmund, and Bayern mm. got him for nothing. And he was so good for them for such a long time, um, but now they're in a position where they're like, "Oh God, we've got all the all these attackers, no striker, and they, you know, they're going to have to drop some a fat wad of cash on something this summer. Whether they whether they're going to try and beat people out of the market for somebody like Osimen or something, um, it, you know, it's going to be a new a new interesting chapter for Bayern. As you've seen, four hundred thousand a week for for Mane, that's not something
0: Bayern normally do. Um
1: I mean the, I the,
0: the uh, you mentioned Lewandowski there you know to replace somebody like him is now impossible isn't it, it, it is really, he's the, the generation is for them yeah um JT Dunk, thank you for your 5 pound super chat this is even guys alex mentioned the player there in uh, Musiala what's the chances of him playing for the tune in the future do you think
1: I already don't like him because he declared for Germany when he's english yeah i thought you imagine might imagine doing that,
0: that. yeah Mm. Disgraceful.
1: I know that I know there's a lot of Polish players that do that, but we don't want our lads declaring for bloody Germany as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, uh, Nathan says, yeah. Seems like Mane will go to PSG. Uh, could see a move to the Middle East as well. Interesting though. Uh, yeah, Middle East. Obviously, you know places like Saudi. Uh, it, the uh, United, I remember it's
1: That's not a bad shout, actually. But I, yeah, I, they would I just, pay that money. He's, um, I think he's still got a lot to offer, though. It would be a shame mm. in terms of footballing talent, because I think, I think he's got another two or three years at a very good level to give us. Maybe mm. not quite the level he gave Liverpool at his peak, but I think he's definitely got something. It would yeah. be a shame to see him go there this early. No disrespect to obviously the people who want to watch those leagues, but. I want to yeah. watch my leagues that I watch. So Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, James says, imagine signing him on 400k plus per month, well, per week. Uh, it would ruin everything our club stands for. Other players would be like, why should I put in the work if he's getting paid all the money?
1: Well, it wouldn't be like that. If we if we got him, there would be, there would have to be a situation in which we raise the top earner salaries at our club oh. and then we would have to pay him a signing on bonus and just, you know, and he would have to have a similar salary. Yeah you're right. We could, we wouldn't be able to pay somebody 300k more a week. It would completely destroy the dressing room. Yeah. we've got a very good dressing room, so it's important we get this right.
0: Absolutely, and and to be fair, uh, a lot of people. Are, there's very, very few in the chat actually saying that um, that he's gonna that we should go for him. Uh, so, uh, Stevens says, I hope Lucas Moira, Moira isn't uh, chucked in tonight as well. We've already done him, haven't we? We did him a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, Lucas yeah. Moura, i'm sure we did yeah uh nathan says i think we need six signings this summer uh woman numawa uh i'm trying uh madison diaby striker david from Lille, uh and left back davies from munich would be perfect 200 million all in
1: david it's jonathan david paul
0: david <laughs> did
1: i say david you did, yeah. I think I think it's Jonathan David. He meant.
0: Oh, I thought he meant like a, you know, like a, a David a a yeah. yeah, Yeah, Davids, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonathan David, obviously, it's, it's, it's not John. Who is he?
1: You know Jonathan David.
0: Yes, I do. A Canadian. Uh, yes, he's Canadian
1: because he was uh, in that same bracket of strikers with Isak. They profiled similarly to yeah. Isak, yeah. like eighteen months ago before we even signed Isak.
0: It was just, I was in a flow of reading it out there and I thought David from, you know, I saw Lille, French, David, you know. you know. Uh, Steven says, uh, we want Kim Ming-Jai, Alex, please. Uh, well, he might be on the list today. He, he, he just might be. Uh, Darren says, I can't see who's getting money. Alistair says, we should draw a line at 24-25 on players we can bring in uh, to give them time to grow in the team uh Christian. I mean, that Chris... is a
1: mike ashley policy may i mm. point that out that is literally a mike ashley policy um no <laughs> there's yeah there's context for every situation if we suddenly have an area of the pitch where we've got no experience what's wrong with look at Trippier? It, it's not always a bad thing to buy an older player
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh jimmy says there's no way we are going to get top top players man let's get real uh, we cannot afford the wages, uh, and it would upset the balance of the squad. Uh, Jimmy, I think you're in for a shock, matey, in the summer because uh, <laughs> we're, get, we're gonna get top players, but uh, not all we... top players are on
1: prohibitive wages. No, they're not. No, they're not. There's a lot uh, of players around Europe playing for interesting teams like Napoli and mm. and uh, like uh, Lons, who are second in the in league. 1. You know, a lot of those players are on 30, 40, 50,000 euros a week, are, are on a lot less than our lads. Like, it's 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 definitely possible. Mm. Oh, and a big shout out in from Racing Club de Lens as well. Um, I forgot, uh, Haidara, uh, Masadio Haidara is their left back. So now we've got two of our left backs qualified for uh, Champions League. Dan Burn and obviously Haidara who used to play for us so that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure everyone remembers that tackle at Wigan that Haidara <laughs> took from uh, a certain player. Um uh, Tide says, Thank you, Paul. But I should add, I'm a dual British Dutch citizen who's ethnically Arab from Yemen. I'm just here for a few weeks before I head back to London. Big fan. Uh, Tide, I tell you what, how many passports have you got there, then Jesus. Uh, Keith says, Him and Trippier on the right would be something, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, he can't play on the right, though, can't yeah, he? He can know? play I mean, anywhere, oh, oh, generally, shift, him, shift, that front shift him around. Uh, Bobby Firmino on a free from Liverpool would be a steal. Mate, that's uh,
1: got Aston Villa written all over it. it, it I don't it know can't. why. It's just in my head. Um, I can't get it out of my head. Mm. Unless he goes abroad, which he might.
0: Uh, Anthony is injured. Is it bad to smile? No. Uh, Predators don't what money wages too much. Age is a problem. Yes, he has a load of experience, uh, but only having for around 25 games is no good to us. Mm,
1: that's bullshit look at man City sorry but all of their they rotate players like foden and this they've been having sort of 2025 20, appearances every season um precisely because of how many competitions they play in it's how it works
0: yeah especially I mean,
1: with the way we play I mean yeah. we play a higher intensity than man City do because they have more control over games but we just try and wrestle control with intensity and it is mm. hard work.
0: Uh, the mighty win, I think you might find that our wage structure could change during this summer. Uh, I have an awfully good feeling it just might. Uh, Steven says, Greed has players like Mane. Uh, now, they hit three to 400k and won't drop wages uh, just to go to America or the Arab States or China, etc. Yeah,
1: but it's not Greed, though. His contract expired. Mm. He was on a free transfer. So that because the club don't have to pay a transfer fee, the player and the agent just says, okay, well, can I have more wages? Because you you cheaped out on not having to pay for me. So can I just have a reflection of that in a higher salary? We would all do it in our jobs.
0: Like, yeah, we would, to happens. be honest. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin Sheshko as a young striker. I mean, he's been mentioned before. Um, mm-hmm. Who's next on the list, Alex?
1: Uh, we have... Here he is. Uh, I do need to open a couple more
0: windows for him, but we'll get there. Kim Min Jai, have I said that right?
1: I'm not sure, I'm not particularly good with Korean. Well, okay, we'll no, go with we'll, we'll, you.
0: If you're not sure on that one, then I'm right. So, Kim Min Jai, let's uh, Min Jai, Jai, Jai. I mean, yeah, one of the two. I mean, you could call him something else, but or we Min won't. Jai Kim. Could be the way around, I, like I have a feeling some people in the chat might just put his two names together and come up with something else. No. Uh, but we're not gonna do that. So take hey, it away, We,
1: we had we had a South Korean called Key, so maybe now we can have one called Kim. You know, why why not? There's a lot um, of
0: Kim's I- I play for South Korea, a lot of Kim's.
1: Well, I know we had, the, we had the famous situation in the World Cup where they had a back line and their back four was all Kim. <laughs> it was quite amusing. Um, so <laughs> We need another right-sided centre-half. Fabian Sher is a beautiful human being and a great footballer. However, he is um, 31, I think. Could be a little bit older. We, I'll check. We do need somebody with possibly a little bit more mobility than him, uh, of a younger profile, so you know we can we can change it around. We we need an understudy. Um, Jamal Lascelles is is not the understudy. Um, so, this guy, we have looked at him once before, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, this is this is the guy who plays for Napoli. Of course, Napoli have had their absolutely incredible season. Mm-hmm. Boss in Serie A. Very, Very unfortunate to get knocked out in the Champions League, unfortunately, by Inter. In which they su- subsequently went and beat in the league as soon as they got knocked out by them in the Champions League. So, yeah. they can beat them, they just couldn't do it in the Champions League. Which mm-hmm. is a shame, because we could have had a... You know, we could we could have had these uh, Napoli against Man City in the final is a final I would have preferred to have seen. And no disrespect to any Inter fans out there, um, it would have been incredible. So this guy is a big, big part of it. A lot of credit's gone towards um, Kvaratskhelia and Osimen up front um, yep. and sort of the midfielders, but the defence has been a large part of that. Uh, and this guy profiles like a you know if you again if you were I say this a lot if you're going to try and build a player in a in a laboratory. What what do you want your centre back to be? Six one, six two, good passer, sort of Pete. you know, not too old, not too young, maybe 25, 26. This is that player. He is six foot two, right footed, you know, he can play in that Fabian share position. He's 26 years old, so he's not too young where he's gonna be naive and inexperienced. He's not too old where he's aging out. He's gonna be there physically. Um, yeah. he's literally just won Serie A, he's won the Scudetto, so he is of that pedigree. You know, he deserves you know all the praise he's getting. Um Near just under three thousand minutes has done what Bottomman has not managed to do this season, which is actually score a goal, um, with far far less XG as well. So two goals, two assists with nine Champions League appearances. That's not I'm not having to go at Bottomman for any new viewers. In I love Bottomman. It's just it's just funny because can't Indeed. score. Um, nine Champions League appearances as well. So you know, really really good experience in there. Um, wages that are not prohibitive 61,000 euros a week is more than fine, we can double that and he can be in line with our top earners, no problems at all Um, you know contract is reasonably good as well, there will only be a couple of years left on his contract going into the summer, so uh, paying out a two year contract, we could get him for a reasonable amount, it wouldn't be cheap but again, would he want to leave uh, a title winning side or does he want a new challenge, we'll see so we'll scroll down and have a look at his statistics. So this is why he's so highly um, regarded at the moment in, in, in a lot of circles is the passing and well, the prog- the progression, the ball progression of the passing is just out of this world. 80 passes attempted per 90 is freakish um, uh, with a 90% completion rate which puts him in the 90th percentile for the completion rate and in the, in the top 3% for actually how many passes he's, he's attempting as a centre-back. So just freakish volume there. Um, and then the passes of which, you know, he's, he's progressing 4.84 um, per 90, which is in the top 89, 89th percentile as well, as well as carrying the ball out, which is a mm. useful trait to have. It is typically something that Cher does. We normally license our, our right-sided centre-half to go on a bit of a wander. Um, so this guy can do that as well. A little bit clever interceptions. It's nice to see that got nice and high with a reasonable tackle statistic. Very, very high in the aerial draws one. Looks like he could compete physically in the Premier League. Profiles really well against other people as well. You've got tapsoba uh, Tapsova up here as well. You've got uh, Chris Christensen, obviously we know from Chelsea. Joe Gomez. I know people a lot of people don't rate Joe Gomez, but he does profile very well. Umikano. Is a great player, I understand. If you watched one channel, you, you may not think so.
0: Yeah, not having a great time at uh, or Chelsea at the minute. But, you know, he was linked with us, of course, before. He well, Was it man. last summer we spoke about him?
1: Oh, I can't remember now. It's all, it's all going into one. Yeah. So, um, interesting career. Very, very interesting career, as you can see here.
0: From South Korea. Let's see what I did so, there. So, yeah. Yeah, so played for
1: John John Book, John Book.
0: Who?
1: John John Book. So I'm not sure why he started his professional career at 20. Again, it could have been because of education. It could have been because of national no injury, service this? and things like that. Also, yeah, it yeah. could be because of that as well. Um, I, I and I've not I've not dug deep enough into his sort of life to to figure out which one it is. Normal, I would imagine based on the age that it's probably um, education. And if he plays in his national team, he can get away with it. Um, so he, he won 2K leagues with his team uh, in Korea, went and played in the Chinese Super League, um, was playing for Beijing Guam, second, third, third, second, a lot of appearances. And he's only just made the step to Europe, really. He got he came to Fernabache, um, mm. made 31 appearances for se- the se- uh, second place finish there. Um, immediately after one season got his move to a top five league and has bossed it 3,000 minutes 34 starts 34 appearances they won the league. He's been an absolute mainstay in that back four. Um, yep. So it's a really. It, this is what this is what I mean by people who, if we get linked with like a League One player, and everybody loses their mind, saying, "Oh, we should be looking at better players." Mate, they got this player from China? Like, come on! Like, you, you sometimes you just don't know. These players can be anywhere, and they can be really good. And especially with the um, with obviously with the technical director Dan Ashworth, and with the scouts we've got in place now, and all the data analysts, I am far more confident in the, their decision making. If they go and try and if they want to take a punt on somebody from Burkina Faso, okay, I'm fine with that. They know a lot more than we do. Mm. Um, it's probably likely to work. So I think this would be a great signing.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, I need to. Yeah, we, we need to see uh, sort of uh, money. Um and how much this guy is gonna cost. Oh, let me
1: let me type him in. Oh god, I'm gonna to have to learn how to spell him now. Kim Min Jai, is that gonna is that gonna
0: come off the transfer mark? No. Kim Kim Min? It's Kim Min hyphen Jai, so you could try that. Mm, oh.
1: Technical difficulties here, folks. All right, fine. I well, give Try, him, try Minjai. Napoli.
0: Type Minjai first, because that's normally the first name, isn't it? And Kim's the surname.
1: Sorry, we'll, we'll go on to his Sofa score for now. All right. Sofa score seems to think he's valued at 52 million euros, which is quite a lot. Yeah, that's um, a lot
0: like that. I think he's going to be more than that, Alex, to be honest.
1: Well, it's at the point where he's no secret anymore, they've just won the league. Like, it, this is not a an interesting find. This is a very obvious find. Everybody Absolutely. knows about him. He's brilliant. Yep. Um, he's been part of a title winning back, uh, back four in, um, I was gonna say backside then, um, back four in, in Serie A. So he, his transfer fee is going to be decent. And you can see his ratings as well. Look at how steady that is. Just constant. Well, he's over class, isn't he?
0: he's, he's quality. Simple as that.
1: Right. So this is his performance. Um, in the win over Inter that they just got. They did score a couple of late goals. Uh, It was 1-1 into the dying moments. Um, Oh, decided to refresh the page. Sorry. Let's get back on that game. So let's see how we actually did in this. He did get subbed off, strangely enough. I hope he didn't get hurt. So he played on the left side, despite being right-footed. 74 minutes played. um, A bunch of defensive contributions here. Two out of four ground jewels. He only, he only challenged once in the air and didn't win it. Ninety-seven uh, percent. So this is this is what, you know this is where the valuation comes from. Mm-hmm. Is the ninety-seven percent pass accuracy? So sixty-nine out of seventy-one passes is just a, st- a steady pair of feet. Is that an analogy? I don't want to say a safe pair of hands. A Whatever the safe pair of hands. Feet. A safe pair of hands, but the football version with feet. Whatever that is. This it's this guy. Um, He's just so, so safe in possession.
0: Apparently he's got a release clause of 45 million, Alex.
1: That would help significantly. I mean, I could, I could tell you that if I could get onto his bloody transfer mark page, but we'll get there in a minute. Seven clearances, 91%. Yeah, you can see what this guy's about. Mm. Long balls, progressive passes, very, very accurate passing. It's basically, it's basically just an upgrade on Fabian Share, but five years younger. Um, so, you know, it is important. Right, i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to cheat. We're going to try and copy and paste his name into transfer marks. Well,
0: apparently, God. Alex, it's it's a release clause for the first two weeks of the transfer window, according to Jim. So, oh God. interesting. No, no panic then. No. <coughs> right, so. There he is.
1: Here he is. 47 caps for South Korea. Indeed. Uh, with three goals. So, he's got massive pedigree at uh, international level as well. Uh,
0: where, can you just tell me where he was born, Alex? Place of birth. Um uh Tong Tong yeah. <laughs> Yong Tong Yong Tong then, tong, tong Yong Tong Yong Jing Yam Yong Yam Yong Yam Young Tong Yong yong yam, yam. yong yam Tong Yong Yong Yam. There you go. We've done it. There we Dear go. God. Player the agent, field, the right?
1: RX brothers. I don't know who they are. Um Right, so joined in 2022, contract expires 2025, contract option both parties two years. So I would assume that means that either the player or the club have an option of a two-year extension, to extend, so, yeah. so choose to extend it. Um, let's, just for the sake of a bit of fun, why don't, who are the RX Brothers? You can tell I looked at this page before I, I did this. I didn't look at his transfer marks. I'm not going to lie. Um, okay, so different. the RX Brothers... Oh uh, th- <laughs> who is this?
0: Wow. Uh well.
1: and Rodrigo Freitas. It's just clearly a few brothers that know a few people in the industry and yeah. are his agent. That's really weird.
0: I think I might start being a football agent, you know. I know. I mean, you know you, you, could you imagine the Toon Review football agency? Uh yeah, maybe, we, maybe we should open some some offices. We could be, absolutely. We could be Camels outside, it, just to welcome people out would be fantastic.
1: Um, But yeah, I, I... this is this is an interesting one. The problem is with this sort of transfer is I think we're going to put our money into other positions in this transfer window. It depends how much the club surprised me. The yeah. club might surprise all of us and just go sod it. We're just going to go big on every, every position. But with, with somebody like da- Dan Ashworth in charge, I don't think so. I would imagine that we might drop some big money on a midfield position and possibly in an attacking role. Um, and as, as to a left back slash center back, it's pretty clear we're after them, but it's difficult to tell, are we going to go big or go home? You know, we're going to get a, we're going to try and get sort of a younger talent on the cheap, cheaper side to develop, or are we just going to go for somebody like this guy who is the finished article right now? Um, you know i mean fabian shares a very competent um standing let's say mm. it would definitely raise the quality of the squad if our, if our four center back choices would be bottman burn and then share and kim i think that would be incredible
0: indeed yeah uh well he's de- he's a definite yes from me i think he he would uh he would be one of those players that if newcastle signed it would be it would certainly get the excitement going a little bit like bottman did um, very interesting uh, to see his release clause first two weeks of July. Um, it's at forty-five million, and I did state earlier on in the in the video I did today, Alex that I would like to see Newcastle go and be very aggressive in the first when the transfer window opens, and get hopefully most of the targets through the door in plenty of time before pre season starts. Uh, I know that I know that there'll be a you know there will be one or two players that they can't do that with uh that the negotiations just continue on. uh but in the main uh, I'd like to see us go in and, and because that there is a report saying that we're going early for uh, for Madison so it'd be nice to think that we can try and get these players sewn up very quickly
1: yeah i I, w- I completely agree I would like us to go in hard for a couple of big signings early doors. Um, because look what happened to Isak. I understand we've had a great season. I, d- I know he got injured with Sweden. However, imagine if we'd ha- we'd have had Isak five or six weeks prior to when he actually arrived, mm-hmm. and he'd have had more of the preseason. Was more up to speed with our style, um, integrated into the squad, the dressing room. The season could have been even better. Um, you know, I would prefer we weren't waiting. And I don't think. Yeah, I-, I was just about to mention that as well about the Man United links. I don't yeah. think. We will wait as long. I think the reason was is we'd got a lot of options that we were sort of we got a lot of plates spinning, and we thought right we're going to wait till the final week of the transfer window, see who commits to other names, and we'll try and get a better deal. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have to do that. I don't. Th- we can still do that, but I don't think we're as reliant on that approach anymore. I think because we've qualified for the Champions League now, I think we can just go right. That's who we want. This is the money. If you if you know if they refuse it, they refuse it. Um, and yes, yeah, so that Kim was obviously. He has he has been heavily linked to Manchester United, and you can see why it's got it's got Manchester United written all over it. They love Gison Park. Mm. Um, you know they they've never really. I know Lindelof is a good player, but they've never really sort of accepted him as he is a proper proper Man United defender. Yeah, Lindelof's always had kind of criticisms here and there. Um, obviously, Varane is is not super young, so it does look like it could be a Man United signing. I agree. Um, but I would prefer if we got him to be fair. Well, let's be
0: honest, the way Man United fans, you know, the Glazers, it would be terrible for them, wouldn't it? I mean, they'd have to actually say that the Glazers have once again put millions of pounds in uh, to the to buy in place. Niall says it would be great commercially for South Korea. I think what he means is for the, for us as well as a club, uh, to, to push our brand of Newcastle United into South massive, Korea. Yeah. Um, Look you know, what we, Tottenham
1: have done with Son. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But we, we we tried it, didn't we, when we brought in the Japanese player, what was his name, a few seasons ago? Um, oh, Yoshinori Muto. That's him, Muto, who I believe should have had it, a better chance. The Asian
1: Newcastle. market is massive. There was, yeah. um, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, There was, a, there was a th- I think it was Valencia. Somebody in the chat might remember this. They signed, I think he was the Chinese captain or a very well-respected Chinese player who was a fan favorite in China. And mm. when he made his debut as a substitute, there were like 33 million people streamed it from China. That's a lot of people. That's it half the UK's yeah, population. Yeah, yeah. So having, you know, I'm not saying we should buy them just because of their nationality, but if they're also a good footballer and, you know, it helps commercially, then why not? six two boxes.
0: Uh, Claire, don't believe what you hear uh, on certain places or certain channels. I'm sure I've heard Madison has already signed a pre-contract. You can't. Uh, He's under contract for another year at Leicester City, and he could only sign a pre-contract if his contract was coming to an end this summer. So I don't know where that's come from. You just can't sign a pre-contract when he's got another year left. Uh, So he hasn't. But that's not to say that Newcastle won't go in very early doors in the transfer window and try and get that deal sewn up. Uh, And I think for the players as well, who, you know, may be involved in transfers in in the summer, I'm sure the players themselves would rather it was done sooner rather than later. Then they can, you know, go off and enjoy the time off, know they've got a a, a deal done, uh, rather than have to maybe go on holiday and then take time away from the holiday to come back and uh, get everything signed. So, um JT says, Jesus, man, it's fucking great mentioning all these quality footballers again. Uh, long gone are the days of Grant Hanley and Marlon Harewoods in the transfer talk. Jesus Christ. Uh, that that sends shiver down my spine there. Uh, hello from San Francisco, California, says Jeff. Uh, well, hello to you as well. Uh, Steven says, yeah, but we are willing to match Man United. We will get a centre-back on the right for around 40 to 45, in my opinion. Uh, not if Bido Man United offer to 300 grand a week we won't that's very true uh but again there's jay jones saying sign him and we get a big fan base in korea uh it's all you know we've got that i mean we've got the backroom staff in now who will be looking at that as well we'll be looking at the global brand now of newcastle united alex
1: yeah i mean it is important i mean that's why we've always had quite a lot of um well i say quite a lot we've had a bit of a following from Paraguay purely because of obviously Miggy. I know Nciso now is is getting a look in there. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it is enormous. It is absolutely enormous. I mean, who who have we got really? I mean, I think the Isak connection could be quite big in in the future potentially, especially with all the Ibrahimovic comments about him. You know, when Ibrahimovic dons you like the next big thing that you know Zebra said that he thinks he going to be better than he was. I mean, if that's not praise, then I don't know what is. Mm. Um, so commercially, I mean, again, it's another reason why I think it's really good to push, um, to try and bring in these talented foreign players. Cause you get the flair, you get the, the kind of exoticness, different style of football as well. Um, and they are more than capable of playing in the, you know, to the physicalities of the Premier League. Look at, look at your, and regardless whether it's an African player or a, mm. or a sort of a South American player, you know, look at your Yael Torres and your David Silvers, completely different players, but, you know, they, they don't have to be English as long as, Very true. as if, we, if we want to keep, if we want to keep some Geordies in the squad, great. That's brilliant. Bring through some, some academy talent that's local. And if we want to keep a core of English players, that's fine. But having mm. some sprinklings of foreign talent is, you know, it gives us that that diff, that, that extra edge, you know. E- even our entertainers team had got a spree and different things. It's nice to throw some different flavours in there. It's um, it's important yeah. for variety.
0: Uh, Man United are 2-0 up at halftime. Um, Anthony Martial scoring five minutes into injury time of the first half. Uh, Billy, good evening, says that Man United are getting played off the park lead to now standards. Chelsea will have a much superior XG guaranteed. Uh, while Billy Treer now talking about XG. What have you done to him? Out? I know, I know. To be fair,
1: Chelsea did that against Real Madrid though, didn't they? In the yeah, return, they like they played really well and still got beat.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. We've got over a thousand people watching again tonight, guys. So thank you so much, everybody for tuning in. Uh, and welcome to all our new subscribers as well. Uh, please do hit the uh, the thumbs up button. We, we really do need the likes, guys, to keep the channel growing. Uh, so just take two seconds out right now to go and hit that thumbs up button. If you're enjoying the show, it is a massively important that we get the likes. And of course, if you're new to the channel and you like what you see, uh, please do hit that subscribe button. We are so, so close to 20,000. Uh, it is free to subscribe and also hit that notification bell which will let you know when we go live or uh, schedule any live shows or indeed upload any recordings. So please get subscribing, but don't forget to hit the thumbs up, guys, because it is really important uh, to the channel. Uh, Keith says Eddie has already come out saying that we're going to be a lot more aggressive in the summer. Uh, He has said that a few times. Uh, Stu, uh, I don't know what you're on tonight, mate, but Jesus Christ, the jokes are coming in and they're getting worse. Every single one you're putting in is getting worse, man. Uh, but listen, you're giving people a laugh. That's what it's all about. Uh, Liverpool apparently not happy with last week's ref and VAR, so they can get the game replayed. It ain't happening. Uh, I guarantee you that the PG MOL have just thrown the complaint out, uh, straight away. Uh, Ian says, How much of a mistake does Ekitike uh, know he made now? I don't think he'd be looking at it as a mistake, to be yeah. honest. He's um, still playing
1: next to Messi, um, yeah. and, and Mbappe. Mm. Um, and he's, he's at, you know, he's French. He's playing for the capital team in the country who win everything. I, I think yeah. he's fine with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gerard uh, says, any free transfer players we could sign? Well, what we're going to do, Gerard, is we're going to look at that again next week because um, me and Alex did do uh, a free transfer show uh, quite a few months back now, uh, looking at the players who were running down of contracts. So what we'll do is we'll revisit that show next week and have a look Um so, we'll yeah, have a look we'll, at it again before the transfer window opens. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's
1: enough to, There's there's enough going. Again, it, it's similar to how it was two years ago. There's enough interesting talent going on a free that we can do a full series. Mm. So, as soon as the season's over and we've got a bit more time, we can drop sort of more transfer shows and free transfer shows. So, Absolutely. very soon. Very soon.
0: Yeah. Right. Next player is... Rodrigo De Paul. Now, I like this guy. Uh, I, I mentioned him a few times in the World Cup, Alex. I thought he was superb for Argentina. I really like... Him. He's a real tough nut as well.
1: Yeah, so he got linked uh, a while back. Mm. Uh, well, I say a while back. Four, five, six weeks ago. And we never reviewed him on a transfer show because I just didn't have enough transfer shows or time to review, you know, all of the players. His name has come back around uh, in, in a few different places. So... I thought it was worth, you know, I, I thought it was worth actually revisit, revisiting mm-hmm. it. Now his name's come back around again. Um, so it's a funny one, this one, because so he's 29. So he's not sort of in that 25 to 26 profile um, that we've looked at for other midfielders. However, sticking to my my theme of the show which is age doesn't really matter we can have smatterings of it you know we've got quite quite young midfield really bruno joe linton willock's 23 Longstaff's 25 you know this guy would come in and be the oldest player in the midfield um and still under 30 and with the way he plays in the position he plays you know he doesn't need need the legs to be doing sort of wing work um So, Atletico Madrid, midfielder, where's the number five? He's a really, really interesting player. Um, If you've seen him play for Argentina, you'll you'll have got some sort of a vibe as to how he plays. So, for Atletico, um, he's very difficult. It's strange to watch visually. He's one of those players that looks a little bit lethargic. It reminds me a little bit of Declan Rice, to be fair, in terms of he's quite lethargic and robotic with his movements, but just effortlessly seems to shrug off two or three players quite slowly he does it quite slowly but seems to always he's one of these players that can anticipate an opposition player's movement you know instead of him being flashy with the ball mm-hmm. he will sort of wait till somebody commits and just sort of move out of the way trot through with the ball he's very 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 clever he understands how the, the positioning of other players, the movement of other players, and he uses that to his advantage. Um, Bruno's done that a few times this season where, you know, he just lets people commit and just walks around them comfortably. Um, so he's got that sort of talent about him, although it is a bit more sort of a lumpy movement, more like a rice. Mm. Um, although he is 5'10, I, I thought he was taller than that, but eh, fair enough. Uh, so two goals, six assists in La Liga this season with five Champions League appearances. Um, he has been. A fair mainstay with the 29 appearances um wages are not prohibitive they are in and around the sort of wages that we give to our top earners in sort of 125 to 145 you know we're not really sure exactly what it is um we have done recent business as well with Atletico. we're friends with them you know we've we've done we've done deals obviously eddie howe went out and and shadowed for whether it was a day or a week however long it was um the dog's interested. Um, plus, obviously, the trippier deal. Yeah. I think somebody might be at my door. They're going to have to go away. Um, so, contracted until 2026. So, going into this summer, there would be three years left on his deal. So, not quite enough for it to be super cheap. It's, it's going to be a reasonable transfer for you at that sort of rate. But, a, a, you know, a good profile player to add into our midfield, good quality. Oh, hang on, I do think somebody's at my door. So I'm going to leave you with the stats down there if you want to carry on for a, a minute, Paul. Give me one yeah, second. No problem. Okay,
0: no problem. No problem. Uh, you will be back in a moment, guys. But listen, look look at Paul's stats there. Uh, progressive passes, uh, you know, 97%. Absolutely fantastic. Carries as well, 88%. Uh, shot creation is right up there. Look, this guy can play. Uh, and as I say, I watched him a lot in the World Cup, and he was absolutely uh, fantastic for Argentina. Um, everyone thought, you know, he's, he's a tall player. He's not. He's, he's five foot 10. I mean, technically, to me, five foot 10 is small. It's quite tall to a lot of other people. Uh, but he, he looks a real, real player. And if you look at the players that he's uh, linked to, you know, you've got Pascal Gross at uh, Brighton, who's having a wonderful season. Uh, you've got Barella there, Ericsson, Modric. Uh, Thomas Lamar, Tonali. So th- there is some very, very good players uh, that he is in with. And I think he's just a brilliant, brilliant player. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we'll see more when Alex comes back. But it's just, he ticks all the right boxes for me. Uh, he really does. Uh, to kind of phrase this, have you looked at many under 21 already players of high quality, uh, keen to add an extra player to the 25-man squad? Uh, yeah, we'll have a look at that. Uh, Foxy says, if you can get to Paul for a decent price like we did with Trippier, then it's a deal that makes sense. Would uh, will fit in well with what we have. Uh, can you pronounce his name, Paul? Uh, well, I have on many occasions. Uh, David Chips centre forward for River Plate. Uh, Cameron Shaw says, differences between finishing third and fourth is only like two to three million, which is not a huge difference, but would help with wage relief. Yeah, we spoke about that on the last show. Um, There is a little bit of a difference. uh, But look, from where we expected to finish, guys, to where we have, uh, I think it's completely irrelevant, the money. Uh, I really do. Uh, The fact that we're in the Champions League uh, next season improves our FFP, the new sponsors. The income to the club will automatically improve our FFP. So uh, I I wouldn't worry on that situation either. Uh, I don't think the club will either, to be honest. They'll not be bothered. Uh, How much can Newcastle United spend in the transfer window? Uh, Well, again, you will see in the future weeks who the new sponsors are going to be and what kind of um, money that's going to be brought into the club. Uh, That will dictate how much money we spend in the transfer window. Uh, I'm sure we've got a good (laughs) backup um, of, of money to be able to spend because of what Ashley didn't spend in his time with the club. Uh stats are booming. He must he's a must buy, definitely, says Julie. Um let's have a look. Uh Cordonia was crap. Uh yeah, he was. Uh, he wasn't great. Uh Elliot says, Did my super chat not come through? Uh let me check, Elliot. Uh do, 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 do. Yes, it did. Thank you, Elliot. 299 super chat. I did put that on the screen actually. Uh, when Alex was talking, but I did miss one. Bradley, uh 129 Swedish kroner, thank you very much for that. Uh, he said, Hey, Paul, a bit later, the show went back to the beginning. Um, sorry, didn't mean to sound like a troll, was just having a dig at Man United. Yeah, that's fine, matey. Uh, once we establish that, uh, that is completely fine. Uh, right, Alex, do you want to carry on? I've gone through his stats there, so I don't know where you want to pick up from.
1: You've gone through his stats there, yeah, lovely. Um, I mean, this, this pretty much shows. I mean, well, I'm interested to know why. Why don't we do a poll breakdown? What did you What did you ascertain from this statistical graphic? Well, yeah.
0: th- th- that he uh, he creates a lot of chances. Uh, he's good at carrying the ball. Um, he's good at creating opportunities uh, for himself and others, uh, and he's he's bloody class.
1: I mean, yeah, this is this is somebody that could do sort of a a long staffy Bruno role. But he is a lot more technically gifted than Longstaff. And he's going to give us a lot more in terms of um, ball progression, um, both in passing and carrying. His passes attempted to through the roof. Um, I think you can forgive him for his uh, – it's not low, but it's not super high, his pass completion percentage. But you, you've got to appreciate that he's also trying a huge a huge number of progressive passes. So, mm-hmm. again, it's, the, it's a similar sort of thing with Trippier. If you're the guy that's tasked with playing all the dangerous balls, you know you're going to have a lower hit rate with that because you're trying the difficult ones. Um, you know you can you can make your passing accuracy look better if you play it sideways all the time. Look at Fred, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, shot creating actions is also through the roof um, in the 95th percentile, which is great. Uh, shot volume is a little low, but similar to Bruno, one or two a game. You know everybody has a license to have pull the trigger once or twice in a match. Um, but yeah, absolute f- phenomenal specimen here. Somebody that would slot into our midfield and mm. make us ready for the Champions League campaign, in my opinion, take us to the next level. Um, it would mean there's not as much pressure on Longstaff to be so technically proficient. This guy could come in and sit. It, I think he could play in a six and an eight. I think he could do a bit of both.
0: Mm. Not
1: fast or mobile enough to play out wide, or you know, I think he's going to struggle when he's when he's when he's sort of made to be pacey, but he's very, very competent in that midfield. He's not going to offer what a Joe Willock does, but he's very much in that sort of long staff slash Bruno mould. And yep. you can you can kind of see that based on who he's matched with. So you can see on the right-hand side here, We've got sort of the the Piotr Zielinski for Napoli, who's obviously just won the league. you have got Modric, Eriksen, Cananoglu for for Inter as well. So he's not profiling like those quick midfielders. He's he's profiling like the intelligent midfielders Mm -hmm. um, who were very good at progressing the ball and very, very clever, good positional awareness that got that creative element. That's who he's profiling like, and that's exactly what we're missing. If Longstaff had a bit of that, he would have an extra five goals this season. Yeah. Um oh. it's not his fault. He's trying his best obviously. Um so so get his profile here 41 really? oh god. And there you go. What I've just said kind of makes it rings true with this and there. it says playmaking and passing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh right. Oh, that's that's very nice. So I mean, that, that is great
0: good really.
1: Yeah, I mean all above sevens, lots of assists, a goal a goal there as well. So 3-3 against Espanyol. Scroll down and have a look. So we've got a 5-3-2 with him playing on the right side of midfield. Funny that. That's where we need somebody. Um, 84% pass accuracy. Very, very impressive heat map. So this would be somebody that would be sort of playing in and around and helping sort of Trippier and Miggy and that sort of side of the pitch. Hmm. Although I'd like to see him a little bit more central, but that's that's neither here nor there. Long balls uh, and ground jewels. Very, very tidy. Got a key pass as well. Um, getting involved, a couple of fouls, was fouled a couple of times. Let's have a look at his his 8 rating, see what happened here. He obviously got an assist in a 3-0 victory against Osasuna. Um, Scroll down, right side of midfield again. Much, much bigger heat map here. has been involved all over the park. 70 touches with an 82% pass accuracy. Three key passes, a little bit more this game with three long balls. Um, A successful dribble, some ground duels. Yeah, so just really, really solid and standard stuff. I don't feel like the statistics here do, do him any favours. I feel, I feel like he is better than some of these statistics suggest. Um, scroll down and have a look at Transfer marked. 53 appearances, well, caps for Argentina with two goals. Anybody who's been capped fit more than 50 times for this Argentina side, you know is no joke. They've literally just won the World Cup um, yep. and they have an absolute wealth of talent in the, in the offensive and midfield areas at the moment. So if you're getting that many caps, you are very, very good. Um, let's have a look. Oh, he's got dual citizenship with Italy. That may or may not help as well with visa things, although I don't think he'd have any visa problems because he's, you know, He's got that many caps. It would make no yeah. difference anyway. Uh, Forty million euros on transfer market value. Uh, I they may they may take that with three years left on his contract though. Having just won the World Cup, mm. uh, I think he's gonna be more than that. I think I think that'd get rejected. Um, I, I like this. I, th- I think this is a great option. The the thing is, is I think we would sign him to play in that right-sided eight, but he's not going to be able to offer us what a Madison would offer us. Madison could play wide, right. And be a winger. He's got that sort of pace about him. Mm. I don't think uh, Rodrigo de Paul could do that. I think he would be more of a midfielder, um, a little bit more lumbersome, but not that that's a negative thing, but I really like him. I think this would be great. I think it'd be a great signing. I would personally prefer to go in this direction. Um, However, I think I think is probably a better fit, but Rodrigo de Paul is also very, very good.
0: Yeah. So there you go. That is uh, that is the transfer show for tonight. Uh, obviously, there is going to be many more guys coming up in the next few weeks because we we have a we're linked to new players all the time and and good links as well and some very very good players. This is going to be a very exciting time, and I can guarantee uh, once the Premier League finishes on Sunday. The week after, it starts the ball rolling, basically. It's, uh, it's all about players leaving. But we will have a look at the free transfers, definitely, because uh, that is something we should focus on. Because I've never seen such a huge array of talent available on free transfers uh, for a long time that are available this summer. But we will go through that with you again uh, next week. Uh, tomorrow night, we do have the uh, Chelsea match preview. All four of us will be back for that. Uh, so do join us because we'll be going through, uh, well, to try and work out who Eddie Howe might start, uh, uh, you know, on Sunday, which that's going to be difficult because the, the door is open to a lot of, of the fringe players coming in, etc. Score predictions, et cetera. And of course, uh, Sunday um, at, well, kickoff's half four. So join us at 4 p.m. Uh, me and Alex will be doing the commentary. Uh, so Alex will be my Gary Neville um, on uh, on Sunday. And um, Billy will also be with us, but not directly on. He will be watching the relegation battle. And if anything happens during the relegation battle, uh, we will obviously bring Billy onto the screen and uh, he will tell us what's going on uh, with the relegation battle. So a lot to look forward to uh, over the weekend. Uh, obviously, I'll uh, I'll bring you Eddie Howe's press conference uh, tomorrow as well. So thank you very much for watching. Don't forget to hit those thumbs up button guys, because it really is important. And if you've enjoyed the show and you like what you see with the channel, please do hit the subscribe button. It is completely free to do so. Uh, come and be part of this wonderful community that we have on the tune review here. And also hit that notification bell, which will let you know when we go live, uh, upload any videos or schedule any shows, uh, you will be notified straight away. Follow us on, of course, all of the uh, socials, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, uh twitter TikTok, we also have discord uh so lots of ways to interact with the with the channel as well thank you to all the new members and new subscribers and of course uh super chatters throughout the show uh we really really do appreciate that uh thank you to the mods again thank you to everybody out there for your support over a thousand watching again tonight you guys blow us away every show with your support thank you so much and a big thanks to alex And uh, we will see you again tomorrow night, 8pm, for the Chelsea match preview. Uh, But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of the evening, guys. Take care.